A new dramatic episode of The Bachelorette Diaries starts right now. Hello, and we are back with another edition of The Bachelorette Diaries. Today we're talking about episode 10. I'm Tony. And I'm Mark. And Jody's not here today. She got sick and tired of us. Ugh, this is drama, our own drama going on. Uh, no, she's just not available today. That's fine, because today we're talking about episode 10. And just like on our show, their show, there's only two of them left. Uh, the description from CityTV.com says, The overnight dates continue as three men remain. Ben H., Nick, and Sean. Caitlin sends one broken-hearted man home and prepares to meet the families of the other two men. Oh, that's, that's rough. Yeah, big episode. So it starts off in Enniskillen, Ireland. Um, we join Sean and Nick in their first discussion that really has no me- no point to it. Yeah, it, it, um, it went smoother than I thought. That's true. Um, but maybe it's just the way they cut it because later on we... we sp- uh, we go back to Nick, and he says, what about that 20-minute discussion we had? And we only saw a snippet of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Didn't look like they got anything resolved. No, because at the end of it, Sean just gets up and says, all right, and just leaves. Yeah. Sean addresses it near the end of the episode. But it's just, he was bawling it up, and he just went to Nick to to vent and let him know how he feels. Because that's the kind of guy Sean is. He needs to lay it out on the table the way that a man would do. Mm. Okay. Uh, the, but then Caitlin goes to Galway. And at first I was like, okay, what, what what's there? It's her one-on-one date with Ben and their matching sweaters. Oh, it's great sweaters. I actually uh, looked up. What kind of sweaters they were? Okay, they're they're cable knit sweaters. I mean, you can get them anywhere, but the cable knitting is the the thing where you know on the side, so- like the sides of their sweaters, where it's like it turns, it curls, kind of like a I don't know, but yes, cable knit sweater. I wanted to buy a cable knit sweater now. Based on this episode. Based on this episode. All right, and you're free to do that, I guess. Mm-hmm. Okay. One thing that was surprising to me was that Ben said, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, we have horses back home. And he's a software salesman. No, but uh, he's from Denver, Colorado. Oh, okay, okay. All right, yeah, Denver, I think, Colorado. I think he's from Denver, Colorado. Yeah. So, you know, the football team, the Broncos, boo, the Broncos. So I guess it's plausible that there's horses back there. Okay, yeah, I guess so. Um, and, uh... Caitlin claims to be a country girl from Vancouver. Well, we we talked about this in the first episode, our first episode. Uh, she claims she's from Vancouver, but she was born in Alberta. Oh, okay. Yeah, so yeah, she, yeah. that's a little bit more quote-unquote country. But uh, she's here in Vancouver on – she was in Vancouver on – I. Uh, a dancing degree or sure. a scholarship? Yeah, she's a dance instructor now, yeah. so yeah, okay, yeah. that makes sense. And her Albertan roots kind of does explain the microaggression, pseudo-racism in the... What? What's well, pseudo-racism? Just, just, just the thing about the accents. It's not really racism. <laughs> They're all white. Um, 
is horrible. Anyway, so uh, she, she's got a little thing about animals because she asks, like, do they smell fear? Is it, mm-hmm. um, yeah, she's got that uh, fear of all non-human creatures, things going, which seems to work for her. Oh, funny thing, too, I was looking for uh, another female correspondent to, to take Jody's place today. Don't tell Jody. I tried to look for a replacement. Mm-hmm. But uh, the, the, the person I've asked, she also watches The Bachelorette, and she says Caitlin is the most scared, loud Bachelorette so far. Scared loud? I was like, okay, that makes sense. She was scared of the birds and now the horses. It was an autocorrect thing on her phone um, from Scandalous. Oh, scandalous. Yeah. She is the most scandalous bachelorette. That is what the potential female correspondent was was telling me. But in my head, like when I first saw scared loud, I'm like, okay, like, is is that a term? I guess that makes sense. Well, after the horse, they they got chased by donkeys. Yes. So I I could, that would play into her her fears. Yeah. But, But it was a great date. I thought so too. Yeah. Um, she started it off by saying she she needs to not think about Nick and not think about Sean and just be with Ben. And I thought they they had great chemistry. Yeah, I think I had amazing chemistry between these two. I think part of it was because uh, Archie Ben's horse mm-hmm. really supported him because uh, Ben gave him that pet talk like yeah. today's a big date for me. I need your support in this. You gotta make me look cool. Yeah, <laughs> and he did. Yeah. Near the end of the date, they uh, end up at the castle. Yes. The dinner was on a couch, and the food was on a coffee table. And, like, it's a great setting. It looks like a great dinner. Mm-hmm. But I would not be comfortable eating like that. Couch and a dinner table? It's just like a coffee table. Is yeah. Where the food was on a tray. I'm like, uh, I don't I... even know if I would sit on the same side as my date in a booth at a restaurant. You gotta twist your thing and uh, twist your spine, not not your th- <laughs> perv. Yeah, but it was good because Ben was kind of a calming presence to, to step away from all the drama that the other two dudes had. Yeah. Um, did they talk about anything interesting during that dinner time, one on one time? Uh, not really. I think it was more of like, um. I'm I'm falling in love with you, blah blah blah. I think you're the one. Uh, I blah blah. But the men kind of shoot from the hip with that stuff a lot on this show, anyway. Um, it seems like it gets tossed around a lot. Not by Caitlyn, to her credit, but a lot mm-hmm. of guys are like, "Oh, I'm falling in love with you." I don't know how much value that holds anymore when everyone seems to say that. Yeah, I, I, I think that doesn't... I mean, if I were Caitlyn, I'd be like, thanks. <laughs> you know? You're one of 20 who has said that yeah. to me. So, thanks. Yeah. And they talk about age a, a little too. Which oh, yeah, that's right. seemed like a non-issue because really, like, if they didn't show their ages at the bottom of the screen, I'd be like, that. They look fine. They get along well. Yeah, I, I would have thought that uh, Caitlin would have been the younger of the two. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But she's the older. Which is, again, fine. It's not like there's references from the, what would it be, 80s that one of them doesn't get and the other does. It's not one of those situations. But they're only four years apart. Exactly. That's like 
grade eight, grade twelve. Yeah. At that point, you kind of know who you are. They're in the same stage of their lives, presumably. Sure, one has a weird fear of animals, and the other one can ride horses like nobody's. He talks to horses. He's a horse, and the horse understands. Yeah. So, but other than that, they seem fine together. Yeah. No. Like I, I really thought that this spat between uh, no, Sean and Nick was going to drive Ben or uh, sorry drive Caitlin into the arms of Ben yeah because like she has so much stress between these two and every time I hang out with Ben my feelings get stronger yes she did say that so I I'm like woo this this could be it this like screw those other two guys yeah because we talked about this too uh, for us who had just joined the show in episode seven we're like we don't know Ben too much but to us he was the wild card and yeah. he could just come out of nowhere and steal the whole show but and that's the way it was shaping up too for sure yeah. like leading up to this. Anyway, so here they have um, the best sleepover ever. No, he said this is going to be the best sleepover ever, and I guess that's the way. She says, uh, Caitlin says, I didn't expect to fall in love with him. She stopped short of saying that she actually does, though. Yeah? Well, I don't know. She didn't She didn't say anything, but it, it seemed like it was going that way. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they... It's a great date. Yeah, I thought it was a great date that everything went well and like sparks were flying. Yeah. They there were some light fun to... moments without being weird and they were still able to have that emotional connection. It yeah, was, like they were know. they were making out a lot. Well that's kind of her thing. Yeah, it is. Long, but, but you know, surface level and whatnot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like she sends them off in the morning and like, she has that story-esque moment at the window when he's walking by the window and she knocks on the window and they're looking at each other from afar while he walks away. In his man priest. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Th- that's the only thing I took away from the moment. The, the man priest? Yeah. I was I, like, I, he made it work. I know. I was like, hmm, mm, I don't know if those were the right pants to, to wear, but maybe it's... Mm the only pair you have because <laughs> at this point they're probably running out of clean clothes right i don't know what the laundry situation is but it's it, they might be running low on clean clothes so that date's over it went well to us i i, I would give it a solid like what nine. letter grade oh no i would give nine. it a nine out of ten nine out of ten the only okay. reason that's an a yeah that's an a yeah it would have been a ten if they Go on. It would have been a 10 if if they had um, done what they did on Nick's date, first date, not the, not the 101 date. But I just realized that they all do, do it on this date. What? They all do it. They'll on, do what? On the 101s. Do what? Become Eskimo brothers. Yeah. Okay. I guess we'll never know. That's mm-hmm. between her... The man and all the producers that happen to be there that night and are there in the morning, presumably, That's right. to film. 
All right. Uh, next one-on-one date, Caitlin meets with Sean. And this is a side of Sean we haven't seen in a while. This is a fun date also. It is a fun date. Yeah. yeah. It starts off with um, her presenting Sean with a gift, and it's some pink golf shirt. But I think it's also the pants. The pants were part of it too. The pants were normal pants. Um, I have pants like that. That blue? I don't wear. I don't. I don't know. Anyway, I, I okay. yeah. The, that was a great. I thought that was a great color combo. It worked. Yeah, it worked, especially for Sean. Well, I, I think with that body, a lot of outfits that wouldn't work for you or me would would uh, would work for him. Mm-hmm. It's like literally like Ryan Gosling. Wearing that outfit, people would be like, "Oh, that's a good-looking man." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I take that back. It might work for you too. Mark's been working out. So they go on the date mm-hmm. and they place a wager. Yes. What did she say? If I win, you, you have to do what I want. Yeah. If, if you, you win, win, you do what I want. Which, which so, is pretty much a marriage. Um, yeah. Okay. Caitlin starts off, and Sean is commenting on her swing. Mm-hmm. Really, he's checking out her butt. Is he? Yeah. Okay, that's normal. Both. both. But really, he's also both. checking on her swing, because he says that's a turn-on, that she can drive it up the middle like that. I presume she was talking about the golf ball and the, and swing. the yeah. swing. Yeah. Yeah. And I like when um, she, she tees off, and it's sort of like, bloops off the tee and just like dribbles it doesn't necessarily dribble down but she doesn't she definitely doesn't get as much distance off the tee as as sean does well it's hard to compare with his drive right yeah so obviously you see that and then it it moves over to the compilation of him trying to get over the little river thing. The water trap. Yeah, the thing. water trap. Do you think he intentionally threw the game at that point? I don't. You actually. don't think so? Because to me, it reminded. Uh, have you ever seen Tin Cup with yep. Kevin Costner? Like at the end of there, it was more of a him thing, not a external thing. Okay. That's how I saw it. Okay. I just thought that if he can drive it that far. He can. Well, no, that I mean, that's the basis of of golf is those accurate shots. But I thought that he could he could have made it. I guess we'll never know. But did you see his putt, the naked one? Yeah. So okay, sorry, yeah, I'm jumping ahead. I'm jumping so we're ahead. skipping ahead. So she wins. Yeah. Because uh, he got a lot of uh, stroke penalties. Yeah, going in the water and the dare. Because Sean is a dare kind of guy. It's a streak from wherever they were to the green. Yeah. And so he strips, and they're pretty generous with that black box, maybe. <sighs> I guess we'll never know. Well, no, okay, speaking of which, this is the second reference to laundry, or the only reference to laundry. Okay. Because, <laughs> like, he takes off his pants, and he's wearing long underwear. That's right. And she's like, what? That's your underwear? And he's like, it's it's a rough laundry week. Yeah. <laughs> I could. I thought he was wearing it because he's like athletic training, so he needed like the compression, 
and it's kind of cold out there, so he needed like the long john situation there. But no, I guess it's one of the downsides of being in this on the show for that long. You run out of clean clothes. Yeah. But whatever, his long underwear wasn't on for that long. No, it yeah. was not. But he makes this amazing putt. Yeah, just in his socks. Yeah, I, I thought I'm like so. That's what led me to believe that he really threw the, uh, through the. Uh, the competition. Well, no, we know his long game's good. He's got a good short game, but that the what the middle game? I guess so. Yeah, it was a chip. Approach. It was kind his of approach. a chip, right? Yeah, his approach. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. While Sean is sinking the putt, Caitlin decides to grab his clothes. And run. <laughs> she is such a prankster. She's a funny girl. Yeah, no, it's funnier than some of these duds. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like the previous duds. No, there's still some duds left. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well. What's the funniest thing that, let's say, what's the funniest thing Nick said? <laughs> yeah, you have, you have no. Yep. If there's one guy you have no respect for. If there's one guy I have no respect for, it's Nick. No, but it was a good golf date. And then they go to dinner. And after what seemed like a great date, which seemed like bringing them back to a good place in their relationship, she says, I hate to bring this up. And she brings up the whole Sean V. Nick kind of issue mm -hmm. just to, to to air it out, to get some like some to make some sense out yeah. of all of this. I guess so. She, she had more reason to do that than Nick had to approach Sean earlier and later on when Sean talks to Nick. She, she has more reason to bring it up here than for the two guys to talk about it amongst mm -hmm. themselves. And then she tells Sean that Nick told her about the Eskimo brothers. <laughs> yeah. And he gets close to being livid, but he's up there. Oh, yeah. He is so upset. Not at her, just at... Yeah. What? Well, at Nick. Yeah, yeah. definitely at Nick because he's trying to torpedo him. Yeah. Something else that came up, um, I don't remember if Sean's what, what he exactly said, but he didn't want Caitlyn to think that he's some sort of player guy because that's not him at all. But again, just judging by his physique, it seemed like he is not – he's beating the ladies away with a stick. Yeah. The stick being his dick. A generous stick. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I'll cut that out. Who cares? Okay, but but then they go off and have their behind closed doors off camera time that night. Who knows what happened? Maybe Eskimo brothers were made. We'll never know. Probably. Um, I'm sure they hashed out some of the stuff that's left over from dinner too. I'm sure there was some serious yeah. talking done. Of course. Um, and at the end, Ryan. Excuse me, not Ryan Gosling. Sean goes back, and then Nick's kind of just like leaning against the wall, waiting for him. Mm -hmm. Like, what up, Sean? Got a few minutes. And that's when we get into fight number two. Yeah. And it's just another pointless fight. They just talk at each other. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they're really listening. Sean's not. Sean is definitely not listening. Because no. he's still upset from the night before. Yeah. It's not even like any exposition. There's no the details that come out. Nothing. The plot doesn't advance. It's just drama. Yeah. After this... We move on to 
a little pre-rose ceremony interview with Just Chris Harrison. Chris Harrison chatting with Caitlin. Such a shit disturber, right? Of course. Stirring mm. the pot. He just starts off with, oh, hey, how you doing? Um, she says something about something being weird. Says, oh, why is it weird? And he just talks about, look, oh, Sean in particular has been jealous. Is it just here or is that going to continue in real life? Oh, wow. Yeah. And he says things, things like, this Nick thing has been fascinating to me. It's Chris Harrison's eat a dick. Shit. Yeah. Which is, that's his job, I guess. And, like, when they're talking, she has nothing but good things to say about all of them, of course. Yeah. Because um, she generally has emotional connections to all three of these guys. Yeah. I mean, the, the final three, right? Yeah. But it's, you're right. It seems that Chris Harrison is putting specific emphasis on Nick. Yeah. Or maybe this is the way that, the, what they're showing this. Yeah, maybe maybe they cut out the parts where he was talking about, hey, that, that roast was delicious last night, right? We we got some leftovers, me and the rest of the crew. It was great. She's like, yeah, no, I enjoyed it. It was a good pairing with the wine that we had. We don't, we don't know any about that stuff. Well, not just that, but like okay. yeah. specifically towards uh, the remaining three. Okay, sure. Yeah. Like... So on the topic of Nick, she does this thing. I don't know what that thing was. It was some sort of look or whatever. And he, and Chris is like, "What that? What's that? What was that look? Yeah. That thing about, right?" And I think she goes on to to say that in describing Nick, um, he is Nick is a good amount of everything. In sort of reference to his personality, uh, the emotional connection, physical appearance. She. Also talks about Ben, and she's listing these things off about how he's good. He's everything on her checklist. He's yeah. good-looking, smart. And I kept waiting for the but. Yeah. Because it seemed like she was going to say but. But she she doesn't. Not at that moment. We never know what the but is. But, um, well, let's, let's jump into the rose ceremony. So, yeah. Any predictions going into the very last rose ceremony? Okay, so the very last rose ceremony, I thought Sean was on the outs. Really? Yeah. Ben, okay, so the date and the connection and the chemistry, I thought it was like super high up there. I thought it was A plus whatever. Nine out of ten. I agree with you on that. I thought it was was there, right? So that's why I, I cemented Ben. Okay. I did too. But I thought Nick was the one that was going home. I thought Nick was going to stay because there's some special circumstances behind Nick. Nick got asked to join the competition midway through. May possibly as a plant. May, po- possibly as a plant, may not. She slept with Nick on their date in Ireland, right? Nick, Nick had done a lot of things that were exemplary. You know, making Caitlin quotes as as he's making me feel like a desired woman and stuff, and that's yeah. and that's huge, right? Yeah. And and that's a testament to him um, for being here in, in in the final three. And when it comes to Sean, Sean was sort of like baby. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, so it, it's a little bit unfair because we only know up from episode seven we we only know the relationship from there so far we from this point we think that or we are told that 
there is something, quote-unquote, something special between Sean and, um, and Caitlyn. We don't really see that for the like from this point on, from that point on. Well, from when we started watching it, yeah. Sean's only been a jealous, like you said, yeah, baby. Been a jealous baby, uh, and had been causing so much trouble, so much stress in her life, right? So Sean has been a source of contempt for for Nick and and for Caitlyn and and this entire thing. Uh, and like I felt that she was sort of disgusted with the whole Eskimo brother thing. <laughs> Yeah, no. Um, to be fair to Sean, though, that doesn't match the way he is with her. No, it doesn't. No. It doesn't. But that's the thing, right? That's the thing you, f- you need to know about a partner. What are they like when when I'm not here? It, it, I mean, it's like, it's like the old adage on a date. You can judge a person um, by how they treat people who can't do anything for you yeah like when you're eating at a restaurant exactly. if he's a jerk to the waitress yeah. that's a bad sign that is definitely a bad sign right so yeah that's why i th- i thought mm-hmm. sean was on the out his stock was was slowly declining basically up sure. until this point so yeah that's why i thought that sean was on the outs i think that last date reminded her of how fun it could be sure yes. there's always question about is that just here is it just now or is it just the way he is versus the other him that i know where he's a big jealous baby is that the way he is mm-hmm. the truth is probably they're all him yeah 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 definitely so nick got the first rose and that's when i knew it was over for ben oh really because honestly this is the way it had to have been this shit between these two people <laughs> honestly this shit between nick and sean had been driving the entire life honestly from the point that we watched the entire last half of this show, and you know what? They by the time they were cutting all the all the footage they had, they probably knew the results of the whole thing. Kind of, yeah. So maybe if it had been uh, Ben and one of the other guys, they would have cut it differently and created some sort of other story for us to watch. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. All right, but Ben goes home, and my first reaction was like, I wonder what her thought process was. Yeah. I wonder what the thought process was too. So the way I had it broken down, like we can only speculate. So I thought that Ben was too much of a nice guy. And the old adage is nice guys finish last, right? Oh, he finished third. Or in this place, third. Yeah. But it just seemed that Ben H was being nice, which Mm -hmm. is fine. But you can be nice and that's fine. But don't be nice without passion. Don't be nice for being the sake of a nice guy. Because if you do, you end up coming off boring. He had dominion over the animals. He yes. talked to horses. Yeah, he had dominion over the animals. And that. But okay. compare that to the passion that Nick brings, the emotion that Sean yeah. draws out of Caitlin. What do you have? You don't really have much. You have him being stuck as the nice guy. Yeah, you're right. Because if you ask me what drove Ben H, what motivates him as a person, what's he coach, what's he chasing, I'd be like, mm, selling software. Yeah, right. And think about this way: the emotions that she had with with Nick, with Sean, far outweigh the emotions and, and yeah. moments that she felt with Ben. Yeah. The only see, it's weird. Um, 
the only moments that she had with Ben were moments of elation and joy and everything like that. She doesn't know. She didn't know the flip side of that. Sure. So it became it very became kind of like one sided. Like I'm always feeling happy. I'm always feeling, which is great. Yeah. I mean, that's also that's you know that's something that everyone strives to feel, right? Of course. However, it needs to be part of it. However, right? Um, but these things with Nick and these things with Sean, she's still getting those, but she's also still getting the lows. She's right. also experiencing that journey from going to the like the peaks and valleys. Right. So all that. So basically, the I the way I see it is. The joys that she feels are so much higher and so much stronger than they are with Ben. It's like a drug addiction. Almost. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. So, I mean, that's why it's all about the emotions. Yeah. Right? You can't just be like, she can feel good, but that's just one. It has to be a plethora. You can't. So, that's why being the nice guy, being so complacent and be like, yeah, you know, blah, blah, blah. You also have to have... Not conflict for the sake of conflict. No. But like there's gotta be something other just than being feeling happy. There's gotta be some sort of passion. You gotta be you gotta have something. So is it kinda like what Jared was lacking also? Yeah. I think so too. Hmm. I mean they had good moments, they had funny moments. Yeah. I, I feel like Jared was someone that she could be goofy with. Yeah. On that goofy side. Um but like there wasn't anything else there with Jared. See, and, and I think it's kind of hard because that drama with Nick and Sean was already going on. So these kind of moments of levity with Jared and Ben H. aren't so much joys of living so much as just a vacation from, from life. Yeah, yeah from yeah. from that life. Yeah. Right? And she, she actually references that, right? You know, when I'm with Ben, you know, oh, uh, on the date with Ben is to not think about Nick and to not think about Sean. Just to be like that. Yeah. And that's... That's what really, really jump-started that, like, passion between the two of them in, in, in their, their one-on-one date, which ultimately didn't lead to anything more for Ben. Sure. Um, but I was just thinking, this does not help him with his greatest fear, where he's in love with someone and they don't love him back in the same the extent, same to the same extent, or in this, they're just not in the same place as him. And this does not help him get over that no. fear. Was that him? That was him. He said his biggest fear was uh, another relationship where he was deeply in love with a woman. She was not in the same place and apparently it didn't end well and it affected him. Yeah. That's unfortunate. Yeah. But I'm sure based on these great dates and his international exposure, he'll be fine. Yeah. He'll be all right. So um, after we say our, our goodbyes to Ben, you know, Really great guy. They, uh, Ka- uh, Caitlin comes in. She toasts to the two. Yes. The two remaining suitors. Yeah. Made this far. Two guys left. Yeah. And she walks away. She walks away. You know, she's, you know, got some stuff to do. Possibly go to the bathroom. Who knows? And we are left with one of the most awkward situations ever. <laughs> which is great. <laughs> I, I really love it. From the very beginning of the rose ceremony. <laughs> you know what they did, right? They made them stand beside each other. Yeah. If I'm sure if they could, they would have had Ben be the separator between the two of them. If the two if Nick and Sean had their way, yeah. yeah they wouldn't stand next to each other. Or yeah. at least at the very least if Sean had his way. Because yeah. I know I think Nick would just being there to like troll to be like Sure. I, I know you hate me. Yeah. I'm just gonna stand here and revel in it. Another thing I noticed at the rose ceremony Laundry is a big issue because other than Sean, who looked great in the suit, 
Everyone mm-hmm. else was wearing like mismatched blazers and no and pants and it was. I thought Ben had a had a solid coordination thing going on there. It was not that solid. It, uh, it was. I know Nick for sure had um, this blazer and just like black pants. Ben's pants didn't really match his jacket either. It was it was all formal wear. It was all very nice. It was just kind of like, oh, I guess that's all that's clean. That's all that's left. Nick could have used the shave too. Yeah. He's trying to pull a Sean with that. So. Anyway, yeah, the, back to the silence. That awkward ass. They. Silence. You can cut the tension with a chainsaw there. <laughs> like, it's that fucking bad. I'm surprised they didn't hear the production team be like, keep rolling, keep rolling. Because that's they... probably the only sound. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I. I was hoping something was going to happen. Like a fist fight or something. I really hope they would have gone into each other's faces like like a like a boxing match. Oh like, yeah, yeah, like 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 a, like, like pre-fight UFC. Yeah, like inches like, away, like inches away, and just mm. like don't even say anything, but just look at each other. But rather than that, they just didn't look at each other from like a few feet away. Yeah, just finish the champagne. What were they waiting for? Why don't they just leave? Um, it's kind of those things like, like what? Oh shit! What his name was? The, the guy who got voted off in the date yesterday, or last... Go. Joe? Joe, yeah. What do you want me to say? What do you want me to do? <laughs> like, he's lost. I'm like, what? They're, they're directionless. We end up in Utah at this montage resort in Deer Valley where Caitlin's going to meet both their families. And um, she says she's stressed, a little bit stressed about the animosity between two remaining guys. Yeah, I would be too. Yeah, it's reasonable. Uh, so Nick gets to spend time with Caitlin first, and he has this conversation where uh, it's more of a monologue. We're saying things like, "Every time we talked, you were the best part of my day." Uh, compared to last time, which I, which I don't like to compare. I feel there's no there's no doubt. I don't have to take a leap of faith. And I didn't notice before, but it seems like every time Nick's saying these things, he's looking down, he's looking away. After he says a statement, then he looks up for the reaction at her. I don't know if you picked up on that. No. Yeah, it's just it's a good observation. Though. Yeah, which maybe that's just the way he talks to people. Um, if I had to say those things to someone, it's very intense. I don't know if I could make eye contact with him either. It's yeah, no, it doesn't mean he's insincere. It just know. means he doesn't look at them when he talks to them. And you know, at this point, you got to assume that he's in love. So oh, he's got to be. Yeah. So that's hard to say something to someone that you really love. Yeah. Right? Especially when there's so much uncertainty. It's honestly between you and another guy. Yeah. Right, and this could be your your future wife. And if you've been here before and been uh, yeah. once burned, but he ends that kind of thing. There's, he ends this monologue with "I'm in love with you more than I can say in words," and she didn't say it back. Maybe it's because she learned her lesson that mm. I shouldn't really commit to one guy or or make him think that he's the one. Yeah. So she finally gets to meet her fa- Nick's family. Yeah. And Nick has a fucking huge family. Yeah. I, th- I thought there's like a child there. I was like, okay, his okay, who's cousins? Niece? Whose niece is this? Yeah, exactly. Right? Oh, that's his niece. Sorry. Yeah. No, but that's his youngest sister. sister, Bella. Yes. And it was so intense that she started crying at some point. Like before Nick and Caitlin arrived. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, because that the mood in that room was like, here we go again. Yeah. It's tense. Right? And they were, they were very, like... You know, it's 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 well, 
first of all, it's it's hard to watch someone you care about get their heart broken, right? Yeah, That's and so his good. mom actually said, I don't want to see him heartbroken again. Yeah, and there's three brothers. Yep. Uh, and Maria is Nick's older mom. sister. Okay. Well, eldest sister. I don't know if Nick's older or if Maria's older. Yeah. Uh, and then his youngest, Bella, yeah. who we can assume was a mistake, right? We'll, we'll never know. It's just always when there's a huge there's gap like a, between it, it looks like there's a big gap. Yeah. Right? Doesn't, um, it's not important. She looks like a lovely I'm, person. Honestly, she could be adopted, so. Because uh, it's possible. Anyway, I, I don't yeah. want to sweet put, girl. In, put, put any, like, yeah. you know, um, any notes on that. It seems like they have a really good time. Yep. Yeah. And they go off to have their one-on-one chats. Maria, the sister, goes first. And they do the equivalent of, can I steal you away? Where yeah. she says, like, you want to go chat, Caitlin? Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, and I like that. Like, you know, you got you to gotta know a little bit about the person. Yeah. But, I mean, they're not going to say bad things, right? No. And, and some people who get married, their families don't get this one-on-one time. Oh, that, no, not that at all. Did. No, not at all. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we are seeing a different side of Nick. Yeah. Right? They, do, they end up doing the Carlton dance. I didn't expect Nick to be able to do that. Yeah, and he's fucking pulling it off like a pro. So shout-outs to Nick on that. It really looks like she is enjoying himself with her fam- with that family there. Yeah. And she can be goofy. Like, there she's doing the dance and everything like that. And I think that is, like, a really good family dynamic there. Yes. I see that, and I'm like... She, she looks like she would not have made the wrong decision being in that family. Yeah. And that is a big deal when you have a big family like that's spread over so many mm-hmm. um, oldest sibling is there, youngest sibling is there, and they're so close. Yeah. That's a big thing. That family's tight. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's a Catholic, I believe it's a Catholic family, right? The parents met in church. Yep. And so, it, Nick knows about confession yeah. and yeah. He talks so, about yeah. touching himself in grade eight. So definitely, yeah, there's big core family values there, mm-hmm. which is cool. Yeah. Caitlin was ner- most nervous to talk to Bella, the youngest sister, because she's got tough questions. Mm-hmm. First question, softball. What's Vancouver like? Yeah, shout-outs to Vancouver. We got beaches. We got mountains. It is really nice. It is. Yeah. Second question, tougher one. Do you love Nick? Of course. And she says, I care about your brother a lot, a lot, a lot. In terms that Bella can understand. She would have understood the word love. She She's not two. No. She can tie her own shoelaces. Yeah. You know what love is. Yeah, that's the that's the bar. If you can tie your own shoelaces, you know what love is. <laughs> so I think it's it's back to referring to your earlier point that she had learned her lesson about commit like committing with the answer to that, especially to that question. But you don't wanna you don't wanna commit to anything. She still has that other date with, with Sean, right? You yeah. don't. You don't want to commit to one. Commit to yeah, other. Right. You don't want to basically say you said you loved me. Why didn't you pick me? You told my baby sister that you loved me. What why, is this? Why yeah. didn't you pick me? Yeah, yeah. So, All right. so you you don't want to have that that weighing on your shoulders. Right. Any thoughts about mom time? Nick and his mom talking. I thought it was. Well, to put it bluntly, I thought it was beautiful. It was. it was. Like you said, it was another side of Nick that we didn't really get to see. Exactly. He did say that his mom asked him how is this different from last time with Andy, which I can only assume was, a, was the other bachelorette. Yeah, and one thing he pointed out was the confidence. 
that he was too confident last time. He didn't notice that she wasn't necessarily in the same place as, as him. Mm-hmm. This time he knows um, that she loves him. She knows that Caitlyn loves him. He's about 99% sure of that. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. All signs are definitely pointing to yes. Yeah. Right? Like, but with that acknowledgement, later on after uh, Caitlin's done with the family and it's just Nick and Caitlin, he says, I love you. And in return, she says, promise? And then he says after that, at some point after that, we should make babies someday. Yeah. So, so telling your mom, hey, I was, too over, I was overconfident last time. This time's different. And then talking about love and making babies and getting things like promise? And then we should make babies sometimes. Ha 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 ha! Oh, you. It maybe it's the same thing, same as before. Yeah, yeah. It it definitely could be. It definitely could be. Yeah. I and mean, I, that said, if you're down, if you're down to the final two, and I will, I will, I will reference something later for you at the end of this. All right. But I, I will, I will no, like, I will expand on this more. But yeah, no, it's he's definitely being. At this point, very confident. Not cocky, but very confident. Yeah. And he's not getting anything in return. Like To Caitlyn's credit. Right. Yeah. But to be fair, I do believe you are right in that Caitlyn is not playing, showing all her cards. She's playing it close to the chest. Yeah. Right? She's been burned before, right? Yeah. So let's not create any needless drama that may not be made. Juxtapose that with after the commercial break, Sean's getting ready and he's saying that he hasn't told Caitlin he loves her yet. Yep. And and that, again, that's to his credit too because like the other guys are using that like a, as a currency or I think Joe, it was Joe, who kind of says I'm falling in love with you. It's kind of like a Hail Mary pass mm, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. Which didn't work out for him. As we know. Sean hasn't said it yet. That's That's crazy. I, I, I really... No, I really thought that Sean would have said it at one point or another before. Sure. I mean, it's not like a magic... It's not like Harry Potter where saying the actual words will have any real effect, effect or, yeah, or change no. it's, how you It's feel. no magic bullet. Yeah. Right? Oh, sorry, it's no silver bullet. It's no you know magic weapon yeah. that you can pull out. But that L word has a lot of baggage that goes along with it for better or for worse. Yeah. At the end of this date, my opinion on Nick... Had greatly changed. Really? Okay. Yeah. In what way? Well, I only know, like, okay, so for all the listeners who have been listening for the last three episodes, you will know that I really didn't like Nick. I thought that Nick was conniving. I thought he was a backstabber. I thought he was an opportunist. I thought he was a snake in the grass. And Sean would say the same. Yeah. However, after, I mean, as we get to know Nick and as we get to know him more, you get to see his family and you get to see a little bit more on the other side of Nick. This Nick that we've seen in the show, at least what I've seen, could be the garden Nick who doesn't want to break his heart, to have his heart broken again. Sure. The Nick who is in it and really wants to, quote, win. Win this love, win this marriage, win this girl. So he has to play it a different way. Sure. But when he's behind closed doors, which is with his family, he can be the Nick who he 
thinks he really is or maybe the Nick that he really is. Yeah. And maybe that's a Nick that Caitlyn sees more than the viewers of the show sees. Yeah. Maybe. Which which is why, you know, he's made it this far, who why, why he has been asked to be on. So yeah. so yeah, after this I was like, Okay, okay Nick. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right man. I might be pulling for you. Now it's it's a horse race. But we go into Sean's family. So Sean's dad is Steve, mm-hmm. Steve B. Two older sisters, Jesse and Megan, and Aunt Carolyn, rather than his mom. His the they they noted that her, uh, her his mom couldn't make it. Yeah, and we'll never know why, which is fine. Um, but one thing we learn about this family time is that for us who started watching on episode seven, Caitlin and Sean had like. A good first impression of each other. It was like initial yeah. attraction. Yeah, he got the uh, first impression rose. If, I guess that's a thing. That's yeah. A thing. Yeah. yeah. And this is this is something that um, Kaylin always references whenever she's talking about Sean. It's like he's so good looking. Blah blah blah. I don't disagree. Well, yeah, I don't disagree too. But this is something that she always references. Yeah. Now we know why. Yes, that first impression is very important. Yeah. And now I don't blame her for, for in San Antonio saying you're the one, given this information. Mm-hmm. Steve is a smart man, Sean's dad, because I don't know at what point he asked. Maybe it was just to the camera. Maybe it was to everyone. But he asked, is this just lust? Yeah. Is this, what's, what the hell's going on here? This is nuts. Yeah, for sure. And this is – that's and honestly, this is a – it's like an overall theme for this entire family visit is – are you making the right decision? Yeah. Whereas in the other one with Nick is be careful. Yes. Yeah. You know, do you want to get your heart broken again? Whereas this one is, are you making a mistake? See, for me, if you're wondering about that, like given the way the show set up, these conversations should have taken place before these men and Caitlin went on the show in the first place because the whole setup is crazy it is nuts it is it is but i mean they all know they're looking for love so someone sign this guy up for a match.com account it might save him some heartbreak no 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 all right but yeah this is it's very weird uh and i think you can see why uh sean acts the way he acts a little bit they are very protective of sean yeah so, baby brother. Exactly. So he's used to being a little bit babied and protected. He's, <laughs> he's, he says that um, he's only ever brought two other women to meet his family. Yeah. Something like that. And I'm sure he's had tons of girlfriends and everything like that. And you can definitely tell that he holds his family's opinions in high regard. Yeah. Because he says straight out, if you know they can't get along, then it's not going to work out. If they can't get along, she... Is out. It's great that Sean said, if my family told me not to marry this girl, I would break it off. But I wonder what would happen if they actually said we don't like her. Yeah. Um, it's easy to say. And, and the family members would probably be like, hey, he really loves her. She seems fine. I'm not going to say anything. Yeah. It's it's really – yeah, it's really hard to, to put up a theoretical situation there That's that never true. happens. Yeah. In my in my situation, I would have gone with it if I was Sean because all that, well, fuck. 
We'll never know. It's no, a actually, no. Thing. I, the way yeah. it is, I think, no. Sean, Sean would say... I don't think Sean would. Sure. No. Given the, his family dynamic and... Given the family seen. dynamic, but also given who the other person is. It's, it's Nick. Okay. Right? Um, so... So you don't think he would have broken it off? If Sean's... Found, so I'm just trying to uh, be clear about what you're No, no, saying. no. I, I don't think he would have married. Okay. Yeah. If, if, if uh, they said, we don't... Like, no, there's something wrong with it. Yeah, okay. But that's something wrong has to be a valid point. Of course. It's not like, oh, her hair color doesn't match her curtains. Oh. Yeah, yeah you're right. Because Sean said um, in their first argument, if Caitlin ends up with you, I'll sleep fine because I know it wasn't meant to be. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. would be in line with that. All right. Uh, Sean and Caitlin have dinner with Sean's family. They go back. And he has to tell her one more thing before they go on, before they get any further. They tease this at the commercial break. And I was like, oh, there's going to be some drama. Yeah, because they cut away to her in that teaser, like, crying in her in her. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what the fuck happened? But he finally says, I love you. Mm-hmm. And she, again, doesn't say I love you back. Nope. To her credit, again. To Sean's credit, he says, I'm disappointed she didn't say I love you back. But sh- And she wanted to tell me, but she can't. Uh, he says that. It- how does he know, though? He doesn't. He yeah, feels he doesn't. something, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, he feels something. But but, but she's done it once before with, with Sean. Yeah. And she's learned her lesson. And the fact that the jealous baby learned that she can't say it back to me is a big step for him, too. That is a big step for him, yeah. as well. And and that's and that's definitely why. Like They both have concerns, both Nick and Sean. Why hasn't she said, I love you back? Yeah. Because she doesn't know, man. And that's kind of the end of the episode. Yeah, and then they they close off on that, and then they start teasing for the, the tell-all. Oh, I don't know if I want to watch that. It's this reunion show with all the guys, a lot of whom we don't know about, come back and just chat. Yeah, I think we could just do a double episode. I, I think that's a great idea. Yeah. Because after the reunion show next week, episode 11's a tell-all with the guys. Episode 12 is the final episode where... We figure, find out what happens. We find out what happens. Yeah, I like yeah. that. Any shit blossoms we want to give out? No. I want to give one to Chris Harrison. <laughs> okay. We'll see how he does in an actual hosting environment um, when he talks to the guys and it's like a talk show format. But he is so unnecessary. A little bit. Yeah. But you need someone to stir the pot. And he's a pot stirrer. Okay, well, yeah, he's very good at that. You might not agree with it, but I'm going to... Give him one. That's okay. Yeah. Chris Harrison, will you accept this shade blossom? This is a prediction. Nice. Let me ask you first. Who do you think she's going to go for? In the end. Yeah. Sean. Yeah? I think so. You think Sean? I don't know if he's the right choice, but that's my prediction. I have two answers. Okay. There's two guys left, so that makes sense. Right. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll cut this afterwards, after we find the results, and to make it look like you got it right the first time. Okay. So, my heart... Okay. My heart says that she will be good with Nick. Okay. And what does your gut say? Or is that the same thing? That's the same thing. She says that. She says, I have to listen to my heart and my gut. But anyway, okay, go on. Okay. So the family dynamic with Nick and the way that she actually feels and everything like that, I think her relationship with Nick is actually really good. 
I think they I are. Know. I think they're good for you because you can definitely see the passion and the fact that. And honestly, I think good for Nick that he can make her feel like a wanted woman, uh, according to that date. As a woman, well, I'm not a woman. As but a woman, it's yes. important. Yeah, no, yeah. that's that's a great importance, and I think that's really good. And I think their family would be great. Yeah. However, my mind tells me that it would be fucking amazing if Sean won for whatever reason because it fucks up Nick. Right? <laughs> no, 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 well, no, 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 no. Let me get this. It fucks up Nick and sets him up to be the next Bachelor. Which, as a producer of the show, they would want to see that too. Yeah. Because what would Sean do? He would just yeah, whatever. It would yeah. be whatever. Yeah. But it would it would give such an interesting dynamic for Nick. And I don't know if he would be willing to do it, but for Nick to be the bachelor and for him to be the one that's being chased after instead of doing the chasing, that I think would be pretty good. It would be pretty good, and I, I might watch that. But you also have to realize that it's not easy for that person doing the picking either. It's a different dynamic for sure. Oh, yeah. I no, don't think it's any easier. No, I don't think it's person. any easier at all. But I think it, it shifts the power dynamic, right? Yeah. And it takes the weight off all of, all of him. And the fact that they put him through the ringer twice. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So homeboy deserves a shot at love, right? And, you know, everyone deserves a shot at love. So I think this would actually be great retribution for Nick. And Nick can finally put to pass all whatever demons of, of the Bachelorette and to find true love. And he will presumably have a shot at it no matter what happens if he was the Bachelor. Well, no. Because there was that one episode of The Bachelor, the one season of The Bachelor, where the, she asked the guy and the guy's like, nope, doesn't want me. However, I feel like this – I mean this is, it's up to him to weed out the yeah, one who, who, exactly. would, who would say yes, who would say yes. When but also, I guess ultimately has to work with the 25 people that start. Yeah. And if it ends up being none of them, that's yeah, – uh, although, although with three seasons on TV as a reality superstar, I'm sure he could do fine in the real world too. Some reality superstar. Get out of here. Whatever. But yes, no. I think so. Yeah. I, I could see – going either way and I, I think Nick is the great one for her but in terms of like you know business it would make sense that Nick mm -hmm. is the, the the next bachelor yeah if I had a gambling addiction I, my mind would be on Sean yeah yeah, yeah for sure alright um, and that is our prediction we'll find out what happens yeah we'll see you in episode 12 yeah alright see you next time